The Pearls of Excellence, a series produced by the Foundation for Excellence in Women's Health in collaboration with the SASCOG, the Society of Academic Specialists in General Obstetrics and Gynecology. Today's pearl is titled, Evaluation and Management of Urinary Retention Caused by Pelvic Organ Prolapse, authored by Dr. Amanda Owens, under mentorship by Dr. D. Scott Wiersma, and edited by Dr. Abimbola Famayide. Pelvic organ prolapse, or POP, is a common gynecologic condition causing symptoms in 4 to 8% of women. Women with prolapse beyond the hymen are more likely to present with obstructive voiding symptoms such as hesitancy, weak or intermittent flow, sensation of incomplete emptying, or require splinting to facilitate voiding. When these symptoms are present, further evaluation should begin. A pelvic organ prolapse quantification system, or POPQ exam, is recommended as an objective and reproducible tool to describe the severity of descent in the anterior, posterior, and apical compartments. Advanced anterior wall prolapse can lead to urethral kinking, while advanced posterior wall prolapse can directly compress the urethra, leading to bladder outflow obstruction. As many as 30% of patients with stage 3 and 4 POP will have obstructive voiding leading to urinary retention. Retention can be demonstrated by measuring post-void residual, or PVR, within 10 minutes of a patient voiding to empty their bladder. Assessment can be accomplished by bladder scan or catheterization. Bladder scan is easy to use and is less invasive for patients, but can yield unreliable results in obese patients. Catheterization may be more readily available in some clinical settings, and a PVR value greater than 100 milliliters is generally considered abnormal. Urinalysis with culture should also be performed to rule out infection. Upper urinary tract evaluation may be indicated in patients with a PVR greater than 300 milliliters that persisted six months or longer using renal ultrasound and serum creatinine to assess for hydronephrosis and renal impairment, respectively. Patients with urinary retention due to prolapse are much more likely to have chronic partial obstruction and, if left untreated, can progress to complete obstruction. Management is aimed at improving symptoms and reducing potential complications such as urinary tract infection, hydronephrosis, and renal impairment. In addition, defecatory dysfunction, including constipation, can be a contributing cause of retention and should be addressed. Non-surgical therapies involve stopping constipation-inducing medications, dietary changes, use of bulking agents, correction of prolapse with manual replacement, timed voids, and pessary use. Patients with significant symptoms or those who have failed initial conservative therapies may benefit from reconstructive surgery or obliterative procedure to correct prolapse and relieve voiding dysfunction. Most patients with advanced POP and elevated PVRs show normalization of PVR after surgical correction. In the immediate post-operative period, Hematoma formation and tissue inflammation related to healing can lead to urinary retention in up to 8% of cases. Independent risk factors for postoperative urinary retention include blood loss greater than 100 milliliters, high-grade cystocele and concomitant levator muscle, or Kelly plication. 
Most are successfully managed with an indwelling catheter for up to 72 hours, although 1% of patients may require intermittent catheterization for one to two weeks post-surgery. Be sure to visit our website for the full version of this pearl and to follow up with suggested further readings and references. You should also review the important notices on use and reliance on our pearls articles. Visit us at excellence.org. This article is protected under copyright laws of the United States. No redistribution is authorized without the expressed written consent of the Foundation for Excellence in Women's Health.